little Donna Summer. Yeah, we were kind of late with the mic check. So we're kind of doing mic check, mic check. We got Donna in, in the background. But mm-hmm. welcome to Thursday night. And cue the mic radio. Hi. <laughs> hey, Fox. How are you? I am cold, but I'm you, alive. I see, you sti- she's still got hat, scarf, yes. I have, everything. I am wearing like 10 layers right now. I'm oh not screwing around. Yeah, and you didn't even turn the lights down today. I thought about it, but then it was really far away. Oh, okay. <laughs> so this is a little Miss Donna Summer. Here we go. This is Dr. <laughs> Dr. Renee Norris Jones, not a medical doctor, you know, but a scholar. And my pronouns, I'm remembering to ah. add my pronouns, are <laughs> she, her, and doctor. Not doctor, but doctor. Yes, I earned it. I worked a long time, so I'm running it into the ground at every opportunity, especially <laughs> fun ones. I would too. Yes, yes. Can so you hear me? I can hear you fine. Okay, okay yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Um, I'm leaving a little Donna Summer room for you. All right, there's mine. Um, we are missing our co-host Griffin today. They are feeling the pressures of life and school. Had things to do, which is perfectly fine. I hope hey, you're doing Griffin. well. We miss you. I am Fox. I go by she, her, hers, and a lot of the time now, dude. <laughs> yeah, I like dude. I do too. I like dude, but in these age of pronouns, you have to be careful with dude. Yes. And you guys. It does, have, that a lot. it does tend to have a male connotation with some people. Yeah. Which is yeah. understandable, you know. But yeah, we have d- a guest. D- we have company. <laughs> um, we've been waiting for her and waiting for her, but she's here today. She actually got here before me, was standing out in the freezing cold oh no <laughs> i would have rushed here if i knew yeah. that <laughs> i wouldn't have gone here any faster but <laughs> um and she came bearing gifts we have miss naima sanchez did Hi. i pronounce that right you did I had, I had to work on it I had to work on it <sighs> so how are you you're looking fabulous uh, oh thank you i'm doing fine recovering going well um, back to work, and we're at the end of the year, so mm, absolutely yeah, getting I'm ready just, for 2020. I'm asking, I'm going to ask you. These are nonprofit mics. Okay, I, I just need you to be right up on them. Right up on it. Like yeah, there that. you get like that. It's your best friend. Okay, that's your best friend. Like this. Yeah, like that. I got like you. That. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so she came bearing gifts. She gave us a lovely ACLU Pennsylvania mug. And <laughs> we have two lovely ACLU flags, and High one flags. is the the rainbow with the black and brown. You know it. And the other one is the trans, the pink and the green and the white. Pink, blue, and white. Pink, blue, and white. What did I say? Green. green. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's okay. Don't it's pay any doctor attention. Doctor like colorblind. Yes. So. Yes. <laughs> yes. But I'm a doctor, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> I can get away with some things. Well, yeah, maybe not. Um, so, um, one of the things, so, Naima, I was telling her the rundown for the show and our different segments, and when I told her about Gas Q, she said, we should be doing Task Q. So, stay tuned, because later on in the show, Miss Naima is going to do a Task Q. Which I'm very excited about, because I'm sure that you've gotten some ridiculous questions. Oh, Yeah. Actually, a lot, of, a lot of the gas cues that when I was asking a lot of people in my circles, a lot of them are, they were coming, were, were, they were coming from trans people because it's just so many fun questions, you know, I say fun, very sarcastic. Yes, 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 yes. Um, so it's, it's always a, I mean, it's just, I don't know anyone, 
um, in the LGBTQ plus sign community that's not gotten ridiculous conversations. I'd love to have allies in the studio, though, when we do it, because they always go, what? People ask you what? That's true. Yeah. That's pretty fun. Yeah. They, they don't believe that we get these questions. Right, and they yeah. go, I wish someone would ask me that. Exactly. Plus, exactly. it's really fun to ask them the question, but flip it, because <laughs> yeah. they're always just like... I mean, I've done a training where I like flipped the tables, mm-hmm. and I said, I'm no longer the trans person. I am the cis person in a room uh-huh. and you're the trans person. So now I'm going to be you. You're going to be me. Oh, and let that. me see how you respond and react to the questions and behaviors and attitudes that I get on a daily basis. Yeah. Simple as things like riding a bus, you know, causes a lot of problems for a trans person. You know, questions, general public. Being in public. I was going to be being in, in public. public. Being, say- existing while trans is complicated. So... Riding the bus. So I'm assuming that you're riding with all, all manner of folks. How about yeah. that? I mean, you get <laughs> uh, the bus is is complicated because you're on a bus with 48 people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All different types, different religious backgrounds, right, right. Um, different beliefs, religious beliefs, yeah. and you know, mindsets and maturity levels. Mm. Um, mm. So and ignorance levels, I guess. Yeah, too, huh? yeah, yeah. And that's why we do the why pronouns matter, and that's why we do the gas cue because ignorance just means not knowing, right? But sometimes you know you get a little ignorance. There you go. But we still have to. Our goal is to educate people, right? So, um, with that said, Fox, um, normally Griffin comes up with our um, pronoun section. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the examples that. When I was in the process of planning this show, and at G-Town Radio, we've had two other lesbian-based gay shows, um, and well, they just were the hosts were lesbian, but it was a you know kind of a whole rainbow. Um, and around the time that I was planning this show, last Christmas I was in whatever the bookstore is at Rittenhouse Square. It's probably the only bookstore, big one like that, left. And the person behind the counter was just going above and beyond. My daughter's a Potter fan, and she was just finding other stuff that I had not already found and just going all out. Oh, boy. Um, And I wanted to say something besides just thank you, but I did not know the gender of the person in front of me. Um, It was probably two years ago, maybe. And they Um, may very well have not had a gender also. Mm -hmm. But I knew that I didn't have the language that I have today to even be mindful of gender, but I knew that I didn't want to offend and I did not want to assume. I had that much just, um, I'm a nice person, kind of, you know. Um, So that really kind of gave birth to the thought of this concept of let's do something on um, pronouns. Which makes me think, since you said Potter, the, the thing that has been trending on my Facebook today besides... The impeachment and mm-hmm. Star Wars uh, was the author of Harry Potter and her decision to side with an anti-trans remark that someone was making to defend an anti-trans person. Oh, wow. Somebody. Now I have to do a little more research on what it was because I didn't get a chance to look, but I know it had something to do with this person being, they said something transphobic. This is something very inherently um, anti-trans and then you know J.K. Rowling came to the aid of this person wow which is not great yeah 
Luckily, one of the stars, uh, Emma Watson, who has been, from what I can tell, a pretty awesome person, was immediately came out in, in, in protest of that. Wow. You know, saying that that's uh, not the feeling of everyone in the cast. So how are people feeling about that? The fact that... Boycotting. Her, well, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? Yep. Potter? Mm-hmm. Oh, good I know. I never that. thought it would happen. Good luck I never thought that. it would happen. Someone that uh, I am friends with who said that they were, were going to get a Deathly Hallows tattoo was like, well, but I'm really glad. I mean, they're trans, though. You know, how would, you know, you wouldn't, how could, how could you after that? How could you want to? How could you blame anyone for not wanting to get, you know, merch or an insignia of someone whose creator is, is right. now denying your existence? So wait, wait, wait. I, I think I got it wrong. The author mm-hmm. was defending a trans person? No, it was defending someone making anti-trans remarks. Oh, wow. Wow. Then ex- forgive my wow earlier. It's Now it's like, what the... Really? Yeah, so I guess what it was is that uh, a woman a woman somewhere was fired for stating that men cannot change into women. And J.K. Rowling was tweeting in support of that. Wow. I'm making a note on my page. I'm sending a note to Santa as well. Just, just so you know, like that's crazy. Crazy and irresponsible. It I mean, is. Irresponsible she, she's a huge following. Huge following. And a lot of gay people. I, I, right. And a lot of young people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, that's the part that gets me. It's the youth. Um, my daughter is dyslexic. And, you know, um, every reading specialist, private schools, all that stuff for education and stuff. And still never wanted to read. I got every possible book that I can think of, you know. So when she was coming up, LL Cool G, those kind of bios and stuff, just to get her to read. Um, and because it's such a challenge, you know. Um, so her, even in school, her reading comprehension was, if she had to read it herself, it was low. But if someone read her to her, it was higher. So she was allowed, because of her IAP, Individual Education Plan, mm-hmm. for a special needs child to get a reader for certain things. So... Um, Tried to get her every book, comic books, just anything to, because you, even though she's having all this tutoring, you still have to read, you know. So she had books on tape, like whatever book, books on tape. She could get all that stuff free from the Library of the Blind. Someone, while she was still in middle school, and I don't remember who it was, um, gave her a copy of a Harry Potter book. And you know that sucker's like this. She read it, and then. I literally got all of them, and since then she's just been struggling through the books. But now she's thirty-two, and you know, went to college and all that kind of stuff. But it was a Harry Potter book mm-hmm. that hooked her into reading in middle school, like the upper part of yeah, middle school. yeah. A lot of a lot of us read, like I mean, my brother yeah. would read read all of them, like right. all the way through. Their huge right. books is a big part right. of our childhood, which is really sad. Right. So for me, as a mom, it was that's the book that kind of got her into reading. Right. You know, and for someone that has a, a reading-based disability, you have to get them to read, but it's not something they're trying to do. So, Well, and what um, happened was apparently this, uh, the original woman, Forstater, her last name was, was visiting at the Center for Global Development, uh, which is a campaign against inequality and poverty. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was talking about Opposing the government proposals to reform the Gender Recognition Act, which would allow which allows people to self-identify their gender, mm-hmm. and what it looks like she said was, 
and TDLR. This is probably not going to be awesome for trans people to listen to. I hope it's okay if I say it here. Um, I struggle to express the shock and disbelief I feel at reading this judgment. My belief, as I set out in my witness statement, is that sex is a biological fact and is immutable. There are two sexes, male and female. Men, boys, men and boys are male. Women and girls are female. It is impossible to change sex. These were until very recently understood as basic facts of life by almost everyone. And it keeps going on <laughs> with just more um, more stuff about like, oh, everyone should be free to express their gender the way they want them to, but, and sh- she keeps going on with that anti-trans sex is sex thing. And to which, this, and to which J.K. Rowling tweeted, retweeted that and said, dress however you please, call yourself whatever you like, which if you think about the connotation behind that mm-hmm. call yourself whatever you like mm-hmm. sleep with any consenting adult who have you wow. also the, the connotation behind that all of this live your best life in peace and security but force women out of their jobs for stating that sex is real i stand with maya this is not a drill mm. so there's no like there's no there's no midline here she 100 wow. percent supported these horrible wow. transphobic remarks which is why people are literally you know diehard fans are boycotting it because it was a horrendous I mean, she, thing to say. She could have just said, you know, I support that and kept it there. You didn't have mm-hmm. to go into all those other Yeah, and the connotation behind call yourself whatever you like. Yeah. And, and you're taking jobs from sleep women? Sleep with any consenting adult who, who have, have you. you. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that right there. That connotation is, yeah. is so like, like as if she's saying like, you know, whoever, whoever, whoever is, is, is desperate enough to sleep with you. The connotation behind that is who, who will have you. Wow. So it's not, yeah, it's not just her agreeing. It's her adding these other comments that are just like really adding fuel to the fire. So there is a JK Rowling boycott. So my favorite daughter, Niall, my only daughter, Niall, I'm so sorry. I'm not buying Potter this year. Boycott. Wow. Cause that was, that is crazy. horrendous. That's horrendous. Ill things that that woman said. Um, I mean, I, I keep going back when we talked to Trevor Police um, a few months ago, and there was a 30 or 40% someone sharing their story or someone just, you know, being positive towards someone um, reduces suicide by 30 or 40%. Whether it's 30 mm-hmm. or 40, it's still a lot. Yeah, that's the um, same amount. Yeah. Um, and on that note, tis the season. Um, make sure that you're checking on friends and elders and family and just folks you know. Make sure folks are okay because yeah. whether you're gay, straight, or whatever, it's a high time for for suicide. You know, it there's, is. There's a lot of pressure out there, so make sure you, especially especially for LGBTQ, yes. especially uh, trans members of the community, because as a lot of you know, there is a lot of family disturbance this time mm-hmm. of year people having to go home especially if they're mm. younger and they don't really have a choice right and being forced to confront these people that refuse to accept their identity right um also hanukkah is this sunday yes hanukkah is sunday yes i have that happy on my hanukkah. list as well yeah happy hanukkah um and then kwanzaa follows december 26th and we will not be on the air december 26th yes i will not be in town yeah <laughs> hopefully we can record something beforehand mm-hmm. if not Holly Jolly will play a rerun, something that you will enjoy. Um, but, yeah, we would not be here on the 26th, so we'll be back in 2020. No, yeah. not that time. 20, 2020. <laughs> yeah, oh, my God. Yes, 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 yes. No, wait a minute. 2020. 
<laughs> okay. All right. Ignore me. Ignore the person behind the <laughs> behind the. Um, so I know we do this at the end, but I just want to put something out there now. Let's put these hotline numbers out there. We didn't do it at the end. And the holidays are also a really big um, time for increased domestic violence. Um, I'm a survivor advocate. I sit on the board of Women Against Abuse. Um, so their hotline number is 866-723-3014. Um, suicide hotline number is 800-273-8255. And they're going to be coming up in the next couple of months with a three-digit yes. suicide hotline. Yes, just number. like 911. It is going to be 988. Yes, it's not av- available yet, but it's coming. Um, and then the Trevor Project has 866-488-7386. You can text START. Send the word START to 678-678. What does the 678 stand for? Does anybody know? What, in like phone? Mm-hmm. Numeric, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But six, seven, eight, <laughs> These newfangled phones eight. don't have it on there anymore. Yes, yes, yes. And I mean, did you have a hotline or two for us? Well, I was going to plug in Trevor. Trevor. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yep. Cool. All right, so we're going we're gonna to give those at the end. But just thinking about um, kind of, you know, it's it's the season. It's really the season. Um, wow, R.K. Rollins and Harry Potter. Man, man. So yeah. a few weeks ago, actually November this Second is when I printed this out. Kenny, Kenny, Mayor of Philadelphia, signed three bills to protect transgender and gender non-binary youth. Yes. And Miss Naima, I saw she was all up in there, and I was just like, oh, we got to get her on the show. I'm here. Yes. (laughs) Yes. So tell us about that. What does the bill mean? How did it come about? What actions, outcomes can we see? I mean, just... The whole kind of tell our listeners as though, I mean, so, yeah, just bring us up to speed. Uh, So this bundle package deal is an amendment to the current fair practice ordinance here in Philadelphia. Can you hear me? Yeah, now I can hear you. So this bundle package uh, bill uh, is an amendment to the current fair practice ordinance here in Philadelphia that would just, you know, stipulate that uh, there be trainings for any entities or youth agencies or youth serving agencies in city limits. Okay, I'm I'm, I'm going to go back a little bit. Talk mm-hmm. to me like I'm a five year old. Okay, you said this this package. So there was three bills. Okay, <clears throat> the part of this package. Okay, I, I call it a package because okay. the the bills were an amendment to the current fair practice ordinance here in Philadelphia, which was so. <sighs> There was a lot in that fair practice ordinance, but there are things that need to change. But it was uh, anti-discrimination uh, ordinance here in okay. the city limits, okay. the county limits. Okay. And um, so these protections were not included in that previously. So, so they were, uh-huh. but uh, one bill was to uh, give written out language around gender identity and sexual orientation, okay. um, an ex- explanation. So uh, the ACLU of Pennsylvania, also the Pennsylvania Human Relations Commission mm-hmm. and the Philadelphia Commission on Human Relations, we interpret sex discrimination to include those uh, who identify as transgender or um, or or also cover those uh in their sexual orientations. Okay. Uh, but it's not explicit. It doesn't say gender identity in- includes uh, transsexual f- right. folks. Right, okay. Uh, or transgender folks, excuse my language or my terminology. Um, but this uh, specific bill or one of the bills in this bundle package uh, would give out an explanation of what gender identity and sexual orientation is to amend 
the fair practice ordinance. So there'd be no room for someone to misinterpret it there and you say, go. well, right, right. Exactly. Is, exactly. What, like what we're seeing right here with yeah. the Harry Potter situation yeah. where they use this, and I'm using my fingers here mm-hmm. with these air quotes, biological sex. Yeah. Because yeah. what is biological sex? Right. I mean, when I come out the wound when I was birthed, they didn't do blood types on right. me. They right. didn't check for chromosomes. They just looked at what was between my legs and right. said, yeah. congratulations, it's a... Uh, you know, right. and there you go. Right. Uh, yeah. So uh, there is no room for uh, misinterpretations of uh, gender identity. Right, right. Uh, and and uh, another bill that was part of this uh, package was uh, that all city buildings, like City Hall, will have gender neutral restrooms on each floor. Oh wow! Which I think is amazing. I, I, I walked through City Hall. I mean, I've been in Philadelphia a very long time. Um, and, and these are all city buildings. City buildings, yes. Okay. And we we say city hall buildings, like right. the municipal building, things uh-huh. like that. Those city uh, buildings need to have gender neutral restrooms on each floor. Now, does that include state? I know you're saying city, but I just wanted to know whether it included. Well, we state. can't really say state because state law is one thing, and right. city laws is okay. a different right. thing. I mean, okay. we're working on the state. Right. Uh, okay. I was just curious. I, thought, I, let me I will you. say this. That Philadelphia has championed the state of Pennsylvania. So our our laws here in this city limit has been model policies throughout the state. Wow. When we think about policy two fifty two with the school district of Philadelphia, which is the transgender gender nonconforming policy in the school district, that uh has been implemented and modeled in other school districts throughout the state. So I, I think that Philadelphia and, 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 and what is that the two fifty two? This is a bill? So policy 252 is policy. a policy within uh-huh. the school district of Philadelphia. Okay. Um, and it is about, uh, I would say as an anti-discrimination policy, anti-harassment policy, but it also give uh, some kind of, um, I would say, protections for trans and gender nonconforming students when it came to pronouns and names and even uh, gendered uniforms or gendered activities like mm-hmm. this is basketball for boys yeah. or boys uh, gym is only for boys today and and, and tuesdays is for right. girls uh so that policy right there would just smash that down so are they giving with that are they educating or making it mandatory for all teaching staff and admin staff at schools at individual schools to bone up on this or make sure they take some certification or they do something to make sure they have it well that's part of uh this bundle package um so again there was three bills that were part of this uh and it was the restroom uh bill with Mm -hmm. the city uh properties uh there was the the language um and then there was also training so all facilities that provide services to youth um whether you're federally funded city funded if you provide services in the city of philadelphia to youth 18 years of age or younger you must undergo trainings and these are ongoing trainings these aren't just like hey i'm gonna give you a training today i'll sign off your paper and you're good for the next five years that you're here right because as we know people need to be trained and retrained and just touched up yeah Yeah. yeah, yeah. i mean listen Seven years ago, eight years ago, when I first came into, uh, you know, mainstream advocacy, I mean, I've been trans my whole life, mm-hmm. you know, and like I growing up there, their non-binary gender identities or they and them pronouns mm-hmm. weren't really used, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. so I had to get used to it. I trained myself, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And it's something that I constantly do within myself is I train myself to be respectful to other people, right? you know, and, and this is what these policies in particular, this policy with the training uh, is doing is training and retraining uh, teachers, 
uh, providers, mm-hmm. youth providers, you know, uh, how to respectfully uh, handle youth that are trans and, and, and non-binary. That's wow. Good. And, 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 and how's that good. going? I, I guess I'm concerned. I, I guess I have the same concerns about that that I would if this was in a religious setting. You know mm. what I'm saying? Because yeah. you have folks that come from that are from faculty to admin staff that come from various religious backgrounds and other kind of levels of ignorance. And um, they're gonna, they're going to freak out. Well, yeah. I well, mean, I see it like this: like we have a right to practice any faith or religion that that we mm-hmm. see fit. That that's part of our constitutional right. Mm-hmm. But your rights does is not to implement your religious beliefs or faiths onto another right, person. Right. So you keep that with self. And I, right. and I say that in respect to everybody, right. uh, because I have Muslims in my family who, you know, they'll go gun ho and say that it's not, you know, accepted in Islam that you are trans right. or that, you know, our uncle is gay, right. but you're my sibling and I love you. Right. And right. when they see it that way, you know, I, I just hope that other people see it that way is that, implementing your beliefs onto somebody else is not right. 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 You know, just giving somebody the respect and dignity yeah. is the utmost. Right. You know, and that's I, what's right. I'd say that's, I guess my, my point, you know, all puns aside on my end is how well are the faculty and the teaching staff from various backgrounds? Are they taking this? Is there some checks and balances to make sure that they're not only taking the training, but they're using that training mm-hmm. daily. I think that's my concern. Well, I think that's all of our concerns. And like this line, I have this like tagline that I use a lot. And I say, policy is as good as the paper that is written mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. If there's no one there to enforce it, mm-hmm. we are the enforcers. Right. Me, you, whoever, who, the advocates, right. you know, the activists, we're the enforcers. We, the, the empowerment of the co-powering of our community is, is enforcing these policies. Mm-hmm. Because when you empower or co-power a youth to know their rights, then they're able to access the resources when their rights are being violated. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. That's, and a lot of people think that they don't have anywhere to go and that's the worst place you can be yeah. in because that's, that's when you start getting kids that are in high school or in middle school committing suicide because they don't right. feel like they have yeah. anywhere to turn, which is why it is so important to do it in schools because I feel like, now there's a whole list of different problems that adult trans people have to deal with, but in school... It's like most of the time you can't choose where you live. You can't choose your parents. You can't choose your family and you're stuck in these situations. And if you feel like you have nowhere to turn to and you have no one to help you, then it's just that much more devastating. And the problem too is that people who have such an issue, like they're like, oh, you're forcing your beliefs on me. They're seeing, they're seeing people asking them to treat them a certain way as some kind of attack on themselves that's right. confusing with all of them um they're thinking like oh well, you're forcing me to use pronouns or have to remember all of these things and they're taking that as a personal offense as a way that that you're asking them to change who they are as if you're not just asking them to treat people the, the way they want to be treated and it's like you these people need to stop taking people asking for respect and people asking for mm-hmm. pronouns and people asking you to treat them the way you want to treat them as a personal affront to themselves. Right. They're right. taking it as some kind of attack on them and their beliefs when it's, you don't have to, you don't have to, you're not going to wake up and, and someone's going to force you to be trans or someone's going right. to force you to be gay or force you to even agree with it. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't still respect other people's. We're different. Identities. We're all 
different. It's different as snowflakes. One of the things I pulled out was an article from 2017 that I want to do a show on. It says why LGBTQ plus education needs to start before high school. Oh, yeah. Um, like this is from 2017. And I guess, you know, when I'm hearing it, I'm thinking the color of my skin is as superficial. Well, the color of my skin is, is minimum compared to you're really concerned about what I do in my bedroom? Really? Mm-hmm. Really? Because I mean, that's what it comes down to. Um, what are you doing in it as a straight person? If somebody else straight, like it's just something you'd be looking at me yeah, calling why are for you asking whatever. Me that? Like, why? That's so ignorant to even ask. Like, it's it's it just it boggles my mind mm-hmm. that that's what you care about. Yeah, you know. Oh my god, uh, the amount of inappropriate questions that I get when I'm with another woman is yeah. is mind boggling. Yeah, it's mind boggling. Like I'm like, you would never ask me that, right? If I was with a dude right now, right. you would never ever even consider asking me that that would right. be a slappable offense wow yeah exactly and pretty much Which done. i've had to do before right right kind of <laughs> done with communications i'm sorry i went off on a whole whole tangent so three-part policy mm-hmm. package restrooms restrooms city level um department of education that's a whole well, uh, okay. so there's there's nothing in this package around the Department of Education. Policy 252 has had been passed. Uh, the part of this uh, package was around the trainings. And this wasn't to educational institution only. These can be for recreation centers. These can be for libraries, the Catholic social services. Anyone that's dealing with youth? Any, any entity that provides services to youth 18 years or under have to abide by this policy. Wow. And 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 to be totally transparent, Philadelphia Commission on Human Relations is is the accountability. Okay. This is what I want folks to know that if if they felt like their gender identity wasn't respected or um uh, a person inside if you're a youth and 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 um you're inside a a resource center and and you're blatantly being discriminated against there's things that you can do. And that that was my next question. So I'm a 10-year-old kid. I'm an 8-year-old kid. I'm a 12-year-old kid. I'm an 18-year-old kid. What can I do? I mean, you can find, if you don't have support at home. Right, that, that, right. So you know, and we all know that it's hard for LGBTQT plus youth to get support at home. It's very rare that we are supported at home. But if you do have support at home, uh, share it with someone. If you have an ally, a, a teacher that is an ally to you, share it with with him, her, or them. Uh, you can contact me at the ACLU. I, I can give out my information, yes, and I can do, help yeah. with that process of filing complaints against an entity um, that has blatantly discriminated against you. I mean, you want to do – the thing is is that this is a new policy, and, and you want to give them a chance to get – accolated with it you know and figure out the tweets like i even had a question yesterday it's like well how are they funding these trainings like who yeah. are doing these trainings right and i mean i am one person and i work the whole state of pennsylvania wow you know and doing trans rights and and i do this through my agency uh through my organization but i do this with a collective of folks throughout the state mm-hmm. But are, so are you we face being, to face with people when you're giving these trainings? Oh yeah, we do trainings face to face. I mean, I won't be. I don't know if I'll be incorporated in these trainings. But these were. Right. This was a question yesterday as I was prepping for today. I was like thinking to myself, like accountability. Who's doing this training? Because for so long, 
there has been cis folks doing trans one on ones. And not yeah. to say that they're not <laughs> right. at they you know, they they don't have the skills to and do for the training. Our no, no. Cis person. Cis is you were born Sis is that you align with the gender you were assigned at birth or the sex that you were assigned at birth. Mm-hmm. So these cis and trans, they come, they root from Latin terms. Mm-hmm. Cis is on the same side of, trans is on the opposite side of. Okay. Um, so these are Latin rooted terms. And, uh, you know, for so long, again, I've seen cis people, cis folks give trainings and how wonderful that folks, our allies are out there giving these trainings so that people, can uh, you know be culturally competent uh, and providing services or resources but the trauma lies in the eyes of the person that is oppressed Mm, and you only know my struggle if you hear it come from Mm -hmm. from Mm -hmm. my experience yeah Mm -hmm. someone else can't share my experience right so i i I do think uh and this is not a pushback on a policy but maybe like an edge on like hey let's get trans people in there doing these trainings i don't know how they plan on doing these things. You know, and, and that's funny because, as I said, I'm a domestic violence side, uh, advocate survivor, mm-hmm. and a lot of times folks will reach out to women against abuse and they'll ask for the executive director and they'll go, but do you have a survivor? But do you have a survivor? Right. Um, because they want to hear from someone who's been through this. You know, they, they, that's the voice they want to hear. And I can recite the, like, the same facts that the ED, the executive director, can, but they want to know... How did that impact you? How, how did that color your life? And it means that people hear it differently. Yeah. You know, it really helps people. Oh, knock my mic right out the way. Um, it really helps people understand. So I'm assuming that if a kid can reach out, you said folk, kids can reach out to you. I saw something on, I don't remember what the group was on Twitter. No, not Twitter. Instagram. And it's this site where these kids are coming out and it's just like nope I'm not telling my parents either I don't want to get kicked out Um, I'm going to tell them when I graduate from college I'm not telling them before I go to college I mean it's just heartbreaking to hear these kids sharing like nope don't I am so afraid of getting kicked out to be homeless you know I'm only 13 years old so I'm imagining this kid who's young they don't have support at home Mm -hmm. Um, maybe they don't have someone at school are there any legal lines for them as a minor to call you, your agency? Yeah, so what I do with the organization is I do advocacy work. Sorry. That's okay. um, I do a lot of advocacy work. And and before we get into, like, legal things, like, I think a lot of people understand the ACLU as this organization that sues. Uh-huh. Uh, but we do have organizers that go in and try to, like, calm the river bef- <laughs> before the flood. Right. Um, or before the chance of a like, flood. You don't catch so hands, we try to but... go in there and advocate and, like, give people the chance. So, like, I will offer to do a training. If, 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 um, if a youth has said to me that they experience A, B, and C inside of a library, right. the first thing I want to do is file a complaint because I want to document that this facility is not abiding by the right. city policy. That's the first thing. And then let them do their thing at uh, Philadelphia Commission on Human Relations. Right, right. Um, and if there is an opportunity to go in and train mm-hmm. and nip the issue in the bud, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Let's let's get it out the way because there is a trans or non-binary kid who is not out yet, mm-hmm. you know, and is scared to come out because they witness what just happened to this out kid mm-hmm. or this kid that they knew mm-hmm. was trans or non-binary. Or they hear their family. They hear the comments. Mm-hmm. They, they hear that. 
um, eternal TV. I mean, it's everywhere. I mean, it's kind of the, the curse of the Internet. Yeah. You know, you hear about And that's what I was hearing on this side with these kids are going, oh, no, I am not coming out. I am not coming out. And to hear about someone that young committing suicide because they have no one to talk to. But yeah, I can yeah. imagine the support if, if someone was watching that scenario and they saw actual like something actually happen from it, like in a good way, like, oh, this person called the ACLU and said this 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 person's being discriminatory in my library or my school. And if uh, someone who wasn't out maybe saw them come in and take some kind of reprimanding action and like training, they might think, well, well, maybe it is okay if I Mm -hmm. come out because maybe someone's going to actually give me support. Maybe someone's got my back. Right. I mean, I've seen that at a at a school in a rural county where, oh yeah, that's uh, where I grew up. Yeah, there was some anti-trans stuff going on, and like the school board was about to pass this like terrible policy around restroom access where they never had an issue before, and 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 they just wanted to get in there. Like some outside entity came in and wanted to stir up the pot because there was one trans student or two trans students in the school and make it an issue. Um, and, and Pennsylvania has been another leading state across the nation that the legislator has like really showed up and has been in the Congress, you know, with their rhetoric. Uh, and when this student or these students in that school district seen, I think it was like 12 of us come through and we're talking about trans. Actually, it was like 14 of us, trans kids, trans teens and parents of trans youth come in that room to that school board hearing with our trans pride shirts on like this kid pulled me to the side afterwards and was like i thought i was alone i thought we were alone in this i'm literally you know? getting chills right now mm-hmm. from this mm-hmm. <laughs> and and they're like i have support and i'm like yeah like we're that here for is you a, whenever you find that that is marvelous i frequently tell people the first time i walked into a domestic violence shelter in like 1976 i remember walking in going Oh my God, I'm not the only one. That is so empowering. Yeah. It's so empowering to know that I'm not the only one. And whatever it is, it's so empowering. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, wow. It's empowering and it, it gives you the sense of safety. Yeah. Yeah. That I'm safe. I'm finally safe. Uh-huh. You know? I'm not this outcast. Yeah. I'm not this and like, the shame. And it, it knocks yeah. that shame down yeah. with a good, you know, one-two kick, you know? Yeah. Anti-violence, though, of course. But it knocks the shame. It, it knocks it down a peg or two. Yeah. You know? Wow. Wow. Well, So what was the third one? We had... Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Restrooms. Uh, training. Training. And what was the third one? A definition of gender identity and sexual orientation. So it is an explanation. It amends the Fair Practice Ordinance to give an explanation of what gender identity and sexual orientation is. Just so that there is no misinterpretations or misunderstanding. Yeah. We were just talking about something. I was just ranting about something the other day. And it was like a case. And they were trying to beat it through that same kind of terminology. There's like a loophole. You remember I was talking about there's mm-hmm. a loophole and they were trying to say, well, they're, the definition of the sex in the Constitution, it was about the Constitution and trans rights. Ignore her, folks. She's banging on the, on the microphone. On I'm the, having a moment. Yeah, she's having a moment. Um, so it, it makes me think it's about the same kind of idea. when education 
they're, you know, Jersey and some other states, I don't think PA yet, are talking about educating, making LGBTQ, what am I forgetting, LGBTQ, I usually say plus sign, to bring gay, blanket word, air quotes, education to students in this policy. It seems like at some point they're going to meet in the middle. Well, we're, we're hoping that it meets in the middle. When we do, uh, I kind of like... Um, uh, you know, uh, consult with the Bryson Institute at the Attic, which provides trainings, um, uh, LGBTQT plus trainings. Mm-hmm. And uh, when we do school trainings, we we try to get people to understand that there is a way to make your curriculums more diverse and inclusive of all folks. Um, when we think about Black History Month, you know, why not lift up the experience of a black trans person or someone that is black and lgbtq plus you know when we think about like veterans day why why is not important why it's important to talk about veterans that are trans or gay veterans that are out and 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 have spoken about this so we give them like this uh we kind of feed it into the teachers, into the principals to try to map out their curriculums for the year yeah. and say, it is okay that you could tie this in. Like, Malcolm X was bisexual. He right. was black. Yeah. And we talk about right. Malcolm X all the time. Right. Like, when I was in school, Malcolm X and Martin Luther King was up on the wall. Right. But nobody ever told me Malcolm X was bisexual. Yeah. That, that was somebody right. that I could identify with right. as an exactly. Afro-Latina who identifies as, as bisexual. Right. You know, like, right. oh, my God, there is someone... Who is black, bisexual, and a powerful person? Right, right. You know, and that history talks about. Right. You know, it's just something that I mean. It we takes can do. me back to Obama and the pride that they gave to to African Americans. Oh yeah. Um, my ex, um, I don't know. She fell out. She's an attorney. She fell out in the courthouse or something. And they rushed her to the hospital. Um, and you know, when they're trying to bring you back out, they're going, "What's today?" And she's like, "You know, it's Thursday." Who's the president of the United States? She said, "A black man." <laughs> it was just like, okay, which black man? But she was just, I mean, she's like out of it. She's like a morphine or whatever. She was just like, it was a black man. But just to hear that, it was like this sense of pride that, mm-hmm. that it's just, honey, you're barely li- li- hanging on. But she, it was such pride for her to be able to say a black man. You yeah. know, and the doctor chuckled and said, okay, which black man? And she said, Obama. Okay, she's going to be okay. But there, there's something to be said about that. Yeah. You know, definitely something to be said about that. I am watching the clock because we are running out of time. We're going to have to bring you back. Sorry. I no, remember, no, no, you, no, you're good. No apologies needed. We're going to have to bring I remember you back. what I was, try, I was trying to talk about. It was a Supreme Court case we were talking about where they were, of the title of the Civil Rights Act, where they were determining whether or not um, trans people and LGBTQ people were protected under the the sex discrimination law do you remember we were talking about that because the bathrooms the, the whole yeah, supreme yeah, court yeah, yeah, yeah. as i was thinking of they were trying to do the same thing yeah. where they were trying to argue that like you know defense was was arguing that you know sex does include pe- trans people and the prosecution was trying to or not prosecution people that were against uh protecting trans people and lgbtq were saying like oh well it doesn't so, you know, this definition of sex only applies to men and women right. who are cis. So they're trying to do the same thing with the, that's uh, what the um, bill you're talking about was trying to stop. Yeah. That's what they were, that's what they were trying to do at the Supreme Court meeting, which I don't know if I ever heard of how that worked out. But we're going to have to come back and visit yeah. that in another show. It's well, yeah. Distracted oh, yeah. by the impeachment and stuff. Oh, yeah. 
Um, so with that, we're going to do an um, four-minute political rant. Impeachment, impeachment. <laughs> well, so it is. It is official. The House has is impeaching Donald Trump, um, which is a cause for celebration, and is also something we need to be wary of because, mm-hmm. of course, we all know the Senate is controlled by Republicans, and there's a good chance they're gonna vote no on it, mm-hmm. which will be just like Clinton, where he's gonna get impeached by one and not the other. So technically, he won't be removed. But I think he loses some presidential power, not mm-hmm. all of it. He, if I remember correctly, last time I looked this up, he can technically, if he's not fully impeached, still run. But it will hurt his chances. I mean, it's not going to look good him mm-hmm. running up, running again as as, as a half impeached president. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's still good news. Uh, of course, it's just dividing uh, everyone more because the people who are still somehow against him getting impeached are very stuck on the the Democrats somehow rigged this mm. and are just, you know, somehow <coughs> just twisting the law right. and and getting this done, even though it shouldn't be, even though there's very clear, you know, there's there's arguments on both sides and there's very clear evidence, obviously, from the testimony and the judicial case that happened that you cannot, like, fake that there was evidence that came forth Mm -hmm. from people that were originally supposed to be the ace in the hole for Trump flip-flopped and said, no, he, he did do this. You know, we're under oath now and being under oath does things to people. And they came out and gave us the proof that we needed to impeach him. Um, So now it's kind of a toss up. I know Pelosi is having trouble trying to figure out how to hand it over because as soon as she does, you know, it's going to go to the Senate. And uh, I think we're trying to figure out a way to stop the Senate from immediately killing it. Right. Um, even if doing so is kind of unconstitutional, because I feel like if they have this much evidence and they're just going to say, you know, they're just going to poo-poo it because they don't <laughs> want this to happen. It's It's a mess. It's a huge yeah. mess. But... We have a tiny win for now, so that's nice. Right, I was just going to say, sometimes it's <laughs> for the... It's a tiny the win. Merry Christmas and yes, all yes. of the other wonderful holidays. Um, and I wanted to ask, we were talking about this before we came on, the ACLU suing uh, suing the, the legislation or suing Trump about the wall that he tried to build. Do you know anything about that? So... If anything came out today, I mean, we were, I was looking through my emails to see what, um, might have been just news. You know, the ACLU sued Donald Trump on a lot of things. Yeah. (laughs) Pretty much everything. Um, and I don't see anything in here. Okay. Um, regarding this and nor did we talk about this today. Okay. Um, but I will say. I think that the wall is a bunch of crap. Yes. <laughs> um, and we don't need to be spending uh, a lot of resources, uh, financial resources to build a wall to keep out people who are not invading his choice of words and talking about 45 choice of words. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a blatant form of discrimination against Mexicans that he wants to talking about 45 mm-hmm. wants to build this wall mm. um, securing the southern border is not securing 
the United States borders because most terrorism that happens in the United States happen by Americans. Yeah. Um, and I think that is one thing that is, uh, is not being read right. Um, so I think what I saw, I don't know how the ACLU's name got put in it. Maybe it's just one of those things where like the, the ACLU's logo got pasted onto this article I saw, but it, I guess what it was, was recently the courts blocked Trump administration's plan to use military funds for border mm-hmm. wall, mm-hmm. which is a nice little win. Yeah. But yeah, um, the wall's stupid. <laughs> my opinion, not necessarily the opinion of G-Town Radio or Q the Mic as a whole, but my personal opinion, yes, it is here, here. absurd. Here, here. I'm making it official. He's trying okay. to slam. What, what it says is, is that the Trump administration is slamming the door on people fleeing prosecution and violence. The ACLU is is fighting the every step of this way. Um, and the the lawsuit that we filed um, was successfully blocked uh, to stop the shameful and cruel policies that this administration has okay. or are trying to implement around asylum seekers at the southern border. Okay. Okay. That's where he's saying the big problem with this administration is that that southern border i know the 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 cool the kool-aid that's being drunk right now that is somehow still willing this wall into existence i don't know well mexico's gonna pay for it right oh totally yeah yeah i mean everything i say about it is just like oh my god okay It, it she just brought so much negativity and so much hate and just um, I'm just ready for him to go. You know, yeah. Like, I think like, this like, country is ready for for him to just go back to Trump Tower, sit down. Yeah. I mean, our country. You know, I'm curious to know what this slogan "Make America Great Again" and what era are, <laughs> what are they talking, talking about? about? Yeah, because yeah. I mean, we've been struggling <laughs> this long to yeah. try to get to greatness, and there, we've gotten. I don't know. It seems like that was like circa nineteen. 19- 30-something, 19-whatever. Yeah, but then who was it good for then, you know? Yeah. It was I good mean, for one type of person. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. make, it, exactly. make it great for one yeah. group of people. Right. Yeah. yeah. So on that note, we're going to go over to our task queue. Oh, yeah. yeah. Transgender <laughs> Answers. Tan- transgender Answers to Straight Questions. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we're going to give Ms. Naima the floor she's going to give us our task you question for today so i'm like bottling bo- two of them in my head right I'll now let both okay. of them rip I mean, both of them. all right so <laughs> the first question that that trans people get a lot is did you have the surgery and i'm using uh, air quotes here yeah air quotes what is the, the surgery, surgery? <laughs> what is the sur- that's that's so like dancing. no i did like, not yeah, get my appendix surgery. removed right Why you asked I mean, me this i did have my tooth pulled like yeah what surgery <laughs> yeah um, and as we were talking earlier, I was like, I didn't know you were my medical profession yeah. nor my, my partner. Right. So why does it matter yeah. to you? It's like walking to someone, uh, someone and going, did you have a boot job? Yeah. Like, you know, like you wouldn't ask me. And that. also you don't need the surgery to be a valid trans right. person. You don't right. need to right. ever get it to right. be a valid trans person. And also, right. you know what you should say next time someone asks that? You should just start listing off any other operations you've had. What? Yeah, I got my appendix removed. I got so my hernia. Which one do you want to talk about? I got yeah. my wisdom teeth taken out. They're just going to be like, yeah. well, no, I, well, uh, <laughs> well, I meant like, what? My, what were you going to ask about? My privates? Pervert? Like, oh, you know what wow. I mean? Just immediately the make them yeah. say it. Make them say what yeah, they're asking you. And right. then be like, that's gross. Why are you asking me about my private yeah. parts? 
Yeah. And the second one <laughs> is... We get twofer, twofer. I know, and I'm trying to rush this in. Oh, but the second ahead. one is, are you sure you're trans? Because you don't look trans. Oh. What the heck does oh. trans look like? Oh, I like. God. I don't know. Are you sure you're an a-hole? This is F, I'm sorry. I can't <laughs> say it. Because um, you, do, you don't look like it. Yeah. But the ignorance is just... But man, it's coming out. out. Yeah, it's coming out. <laughs> no pun intended. Oh, my God. So yeah. you got two of one. Two, yeah. yeah. Well, we're going to have to stay in contact to get please. some more of those questions. Some I love more of it. Those it's questions. so nice in here. And like the aura <laughs> is, I mean, I like the lights, but I like the personality of, of both you, you. So and, you know, I know Griffin spots. really wanted to meet you. So I'm really sad that they couldn't be here today. So next time. Yeah, yeah I will. Oh, thank always. you. I almost always oh, turn these off because it my hurts my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Now, I definitely lights. have to come back when the lights are on. <laughs> comes in, and no matter what we're doing, she hits those lights. <laughs> Foxes in the house. So we have <laughs> two minutes. I'm doing going to do a really, really quick, newsworthy or not. Um, so one word answers. My host like to do a whole paragraph, but um, <laughs> Sheraton refused to host this gay man's wedding, so Hilton is doing it for free. Nice, nice, right? Go yeah. Hilton. Yeah. Um, I think it's newsworthy. Yeah. Um, last week we were all sick, so we canceled the show. We did a rebroadcast. <laughs> I was sick. He was, I went to go see my grandson. My son and his wife said, Doctor said it's not contagious anymore. So we were making jello. We were putting apples in the jello. We were sharing in jello. Oh, we my, were God. <laughs> oh <laughs> my God. Oh my God. Last week I had no <laughs> voice, and I'm just now feeling better. So, yeah. Thanks, um, Doc. Hanukkah is Sunday. Yep, yep. Um, Ryan O'Connor's Netflix series is a win for LGBTQ and disabled communities. I don't know who he is, but I'll check it out. I yeah. think it's newsworthy because they use the intersectionality of LGBTQ plus and uh, disabilities. Yeah, um, yeah. So I just think highlighting those two two. Uh, communities impacted communities important. I just don't know who that person is. Right, I, yeah. I give it two snaps, but yeah. I don't know who you are. <laughs> yeah, you know, and I'm, I'm, I started following um, this one organization, and this person says I'm a horny gay person. I just happen to be disabled. Okay. Um, my desires are the same as yours. That is important. Yeah. Um, the other one says as long as as long as trans disabled. People like me exist. Disability issues are trans issues, and trans issues are disability issues. Yes, and I think. To, put. I mean, any issue is is a trans issue. Right. Because, <laughs> I mean, our issues intersect with other identities or impacted issues. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's trans people. But we're supposed to say was trans that people can be. It's fine. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Trans people can be anybody. So like literally anything can be a trans issue. So yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. Can I give a quick shout out to our donors? You can. Okay, yes, let's do that. Um, we are doing great on the fundraiser. I want to thank all of our donors so far by name. We have Party Benoit, uh, Katie Jazzy Gray Sadler, Marvin Jackson, Jade. <laughs> I have dyslexia. I'm sorry. G J Coleman, Rocky. Roxanne Dish, yes, Did I pronounced that right. Jojo De Leon, yes. Sean Stang Focus Jackson, yes. And Anne McShane, big thank you to all thank the donors you. right yes. now. And Marvin, we really, really appreciate it. Oh, really, awesome. Yeah, I was like, whoa, I need to call after that. Oh, and okay. I forgot one, and uh, also Jared Comer. Yes, yes. So, um, 
You guys that, have been doing great was, with the fundraiser. Yeah, we have been. We've raised 360. Each show has to raise a certain amount. We of have we have already surpassed our our goal. Thanks yes. to you guys. Yes. Uh was not expected to reach it this soon. That was amazing. Thank all. Thank you guys so much. Feel free to keep donating though, because we are community radio. So the more, the the better for this station. Not and nonprofit tax deductible. You will be right, and those. everyone that donated is tax deductible. So we're going to give our numbers real quick, 866-723-3014, the Domestic Violence Hotline. Um, they have advocates in, my God, ton of languages. You just start talking and they, someone will pick up. Oh. Suicide Hotline is 800-273-8255. The Trevor Project, 866-488-7386. Um, I know these are on our website, but I'll, on our Facebook social media pages, but we'll update it so they're kind of towards the top. Pin them towards the top. You can actually, you can also text the Trevor Project. You can text the word START, S-T-A-R-T, S-T-A-R-T, <laughs> 678 and that is all of our time. It is. Thank you, Naima. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming in, Naima. Thank you you for are listening me. to Germantown Community Radio, 92.9 FM, WGGTLP, Philadelphia, and online at gtownradio.com. We hope to see you again. And that's it. Have a safe holiday and check on, check on people. Check on all the people, all the people. That's all all the people. We just just put them all the people, especially all you gays. There you go. And trans. And trans. Yes. I say gays, and I mean I'm sorry. All 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 of of our people. I like. I love using. I say actually queer. I like all of us queers. It must have fallen out of a hole